Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. I'm changing my shirt for a grilled cheese. I felt we've done really well out of it. We're really excited about how we ended up in the trade period this year. Uh, we lost experience. We not only did that, but secured no talent. That was a fantastic result for the club. That's three years in a row now. So I fucking hate horse racing. Just yeah. Straight off the bat. No, I'm not a fan either. Um, mainly because uh, it actually requires a bit of skill and research and that. I can't be fucked doing that. Yeah, there is one thing, uh, betting on the horses, uh, having a bet on the Melbourne Cup, I think I've had a bet every year since I've been born, yep. like literally, yep. um, because, you know, even when you're a baby, you point at something and pop, yeah. you know, two do- two bucks each way on it. Yeah. Um, but the reason I hate it is, like you say, if you're actually going to win money, um, you've got to put in a year's worth of research Yeah. beforehand. And, I mean, that sort of research will get you a job. Exactly. And uh, punting's not a good job. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Unless you're the bookmaker. Um, so if you are going to bet, you've lost the money and you're just going to have, have fun and muck yeah. around with it. Yeah. Um, but the real reason I hate racing is because on Saturday... You're or, a racist. <laughs> yes, very well done. Yeah. Um, on Saturday, I spent the first half of the day running around after the kids, you know, doing yep. the Saturday thing that you do. Um, and I thought, right, I've had late nights all week. I'm going to fucking cook dinner on Saturday night. I'm going to cook something I want. Yep. So I cooked chimichangas. In, yep. in Deadpool um, homage. Right. All right. So I spent a while thinking about what I wanted, and I grabbed everything, and I've cooked the, the mix first. I've got it all ready, and I've just put the first one into the pan, and mum calls up and says, yep, we're, we're pissed. <laughs> we're out at Mooney Valley. Come pick us up. And I'm like, well, I've just put dinner on. I didn't say this to mum, obviously. Yep. I've just put dinner on. Like, just put it in the pan. It's yep. got three minutes until it's ready. Yep. I can say, fuck you. I'm eating dinner. <laughs> Or I can say, yeah, okay, you dropped me off at footy, cricket, basketball for 18 fucking years and going to pick you and your drunk mates up at the races is something I have to do. But it's in Mooney Valley. That's a fucking two and a half hour round trip. What day was this? Saturday night. Cox Plate Day. And what were you doing last night? What was I doing last night? Round here playing cards? You didn't happen to call past the director of Victoria Racing, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Just to give him a, give him a bit of uh, advice there. <laughs> No comment. <laughs> and that's it. I love to say horse racing doesn't interest me too much. Um, but the thing is, sometimes two wrongs make a right. So you could have combined the the two things you don't really enjoy much: running around after kids and also gambling. Chuck a one on the lad. Chuck a yep. two on the girl. Take bets from the park. We did it at uh, at my wedding with the um, the nieces and nephews. Uh, two bucks each way on which one to make it down the aisle faster. Oh, yeah. uh, young lad blitzed it. Yeah, yeah little, big turnout to the wedding too. Little Jared, yeah. something to do with it. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I only like gambling and casinos. But for Melbourne Cup, I've made this thing maybe from like three years where all I do is I'll bet a uh, 10-unit trifecta on the cup. Yep. And that's it, my only bet. Because I figure if I win that once in my lifetime, then that's a house. I'm cool <laughs> with that. I can spend 60 bucks a year to win a house, maybe. I remember um, years ago when I was... Uh working in, in Sydney, um, there was uh, one of the stores we went around to, you know, uh, uh, five or six people working at the store, they pulled their money for Melbourne Cup, you know, we'll, we'll yep. have a, a, a team bet. Yep. And uh, I said, all right, so what do you got? You got a, uh, I think they had 60 bucks pulled. And I said, what are you betting on? And we go, oh, we got this trifecta, you know, four, yep. eight, 12. I'm like, all right, you box goes, nut straight out. Whoa. How many units? <laughs> 60 bucks. Jeez. So 60 bucks straight out. Of course it got in. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a fucking story. Yep, yep. And I went, that's a stupid bet. And then it got up. And they picked up, I think, 120 grand. And I just looked at it and went, all right, yeah. Yep. yep. I'd rather um, be lucky than good. Yep. And that's, what, that's why I used to tell people when, generally when you come into a casino, the first game you try and play is blackjack. And there's a, a basic strategy that'll maximize the minimum odds that you've got. And everyone will play that who knows how to play blackjack. Cause otherwise I think everyone's seen the, the colored card that you can download exactly after yeah, three yeah. seconds of online research yeah and um but it's, i tell people don't ever learn how to play don't ever do yeah. it like you stick to your thing have fun yep exactly right do not ever learn that's when you start losing yeah it, it, like that's the thing about blackjack because um as well once you know that card you, yep. you're not making decisions anymore yeah but it's funny with people, like poker. people think that it's a secret and so yeah. they'll try and put that card in their pocket and <laughs> they think that you can't see them looking at it and the thing is I'll just tell them what to do. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure the Crown's got one. Like, here you go. You can have a look if you like. Well, they give it to you in training because, yeah. uh, you know, it's part of the game. Well, <laughs> so the first thing is that you look there and he, like, he's going to look at his card because it's not off by heart. That's why yeah. he's got a fucking card. You're like, I think you want to hit there, mate. Huh? What? Oh. And then they're like, shit, he's on to me. He's on to me. <laughs> nah, cash out. The only thing I remember is split eights. Always split eights. Yeah. Yeah. Because 16 shit, but 18's good. Yeah. Anyways, so that's why I don't like racing because I have to go pick up people from Mooney Valley and it's too fucking long. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. We did see there was a heap of cops around, obviously, because the races had just uh, broken up. We saw a group of about four or five cops going back to the cop shop and one of them was carrying a big bunch of flowers. Big, big burly bloke. Didn't get to ask a question, but... Jesus. Yeah, yeah, he's done all right. He's next to get married then, isn't he? Yeah, maybe. Um, All right, so last week we covered off the first half of Trade Week, so we may as well cover off the second half. Yeah, it was pretty much... Geelong and Brisbane, wasn't it? Geelong and Pretty Brisbane, much. yeah. Um, it, it was an interesting trade week because there was, I think, more trades made than any other year. Yeah. Um, certainly more player movement. Um, I even saw a best 22 um, of players that moved. Really? Well, it's not a bad sign. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fair um, but uh, it didn't have the... It was still a mad rush at the end, but it wasn't as mad yeah. a rush because they'd actually spaced it out. Yeah. looked like, you know, they were just spacing it out and biding yeah. their time. And especially lots of deals hinged on uh, sub, uh, subsequent deals that were going to happen. So it was more manoeuvring amongst three or four clubs that you had to sort yeah. of figure out what draft pick you're going to get and that's it. And certainly um, with the way they've structured the academy picks and the father-son picks with the points. I'm glad you understand it. Nobody understands that. <laughs> yeah. But I know it's there. Yeah. <laughs> but it certainly allowed more picks to happen because yeah. you trade a, you know, a pick 40, which is worth, uh, I'm making the numbers up, 300 yeah. points. For two other picks that add up to 400 points because yep. you, you need the extra points to spend them on your academies or father and sons. So yeah. it made it more interesting in that sense. But um, yep. And obviously this is the first year too where they could trade future picks. Yep. So I reckon that's going to get expanded. and it's going to be a, uh, There's going to be uh, teams at each club that work all year on drafts. Yep. 
Um, and trades. I know you haven't heard it yet, but it's an interesting quote in our intro, actually, from Lepic. Yep. Yes, his strategy for this trade was actually to get a lay-down Mazir hand. <laughs> might have achieved it, too. <laughs> Looks like it. Yeah. Um, I think Titus and a few of the other um, pundits were were spot on this week and saying that Carlton aiming to be player-free by 2016. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> And Carlton also building their next uh, premiership around Oscar Judd. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're probably right there too. Yeah, about their best chance. So anyway, let's pick up uh, where we left off. So we're up to trade 18. I hope we're up to trade 18. I think so, yeah. Which is... Uh, let's be honest with you, come to us for facts. We've said it before. Yeah. yeah good luck with that. Close enough. Um, St. Kilda get Nathan Freeman and Collingwood gets uh, a couple of picks for next year. Yep. Um, I reckon it's a better... Even even Stevens, yeah. Freeman can do well with a few more chances. Yeah, to be honest, I, I actually didn't mind Freeman when he was getting a game. I thought he was in the mix amongst that young uh, sort of Collingwood squad that were pushing their or putting their hands up to be in that leadership group. And yeah. it was around the same time as Elliot and currently the other young lads they had going around. But um, you got Blair around there, yeah, a few others. Like, yeah, I mean, Martin got Williams well. is probably a little bit older than that. But yeah, it would have yeah. been actually no, a bit after Beans, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I was when he did play. He's, saw that he had promise it's a matter of how you extract that I think it's probably better that he gets out of Collingwood um, a bit hard to run him in there because yeah. you just might get the time to, to the position where he's really most beneficial and I think injuries Collingwood have had um, buggers of them all year yeah um, actually last couple of years have been a bit unlucky yeah the yeah. way it goes I've um, been lucky for many years so. yeah it's just another you know player towards the, the back end of the 22 who's uh, Gets yeah. a chance at another club. Yep. And St Kilda aren't going to be slouches next year. No, St Kilda are going to be... Well, I can't see them going backwards for two years. Yeah. I can't see them going backwards two years. So. Something wrong would have to happen. Yeah, yeah. Look, I think they'll look to play finals. Won't be a disappointment if they don't get it. Yeah, yeah, I reckon they're better up. Um, they'll try and finish in single digits. Yeah. Um, okay, now one of the other bigger trades that was talked about uh, oh, for the last couple of months, in Charlie Dixon trying to get a Port Adelaide. He finally got there. Yeah. So, Port Adelaide got Charlie Dixon and pick 49. Yep. Gave up their pick 10 for it, um, which went to Gold Coast. And, look, on the face of it, pick 10 for Charlie Dixon? Yeah, I'd be be happy with it. Yeah, see, yeah, maybe. But they still got Jay Shulks running around forward, don't they? Yeah, for one more year, maybe. Yeah, that's what's tough with number 10's not a bad pick. But as you were saying before, a pretty shallow draft this year. That's what everyone keeps saying. But I think when you got a draft like that, you'll find the back-end draft picks might get a few surprises yeah. that you got for nothing. So it's going to be a bit of a crapshoot. But there are some good people who are uncertainties with how they're going to turn out in the draft. So it's going to be a bit of a lottery. But um, I think maybe 10's a bit too high. I think where they're trying to fit him in amongst Schultz, like I said, Schultz maybe have one year left in him. But I thought maybe you'd get a, a strong, young person who's going to fill out your back line for Port. I thought that's... Uh, you back line said more of their issue? Yeah, I would have thought so. I think so too. They've, I, th- I mean, one of their problems is it isn't scoring. They sc- yeah. tend to score a fair bit because they spread it. through their midfield a lot. Yeah. And, and Wingard, obviously, was yeah. the leading goalkeeper yeah. this year. But you got Westhoff and Shooks, like you say. But Westhoff is playing that floating role a little yeah. bit too much. Look, um, I'm never impressed with Westhoff, to be honest. So, I'm, yeah, he has um, uh, contractitis. Yeah, whenever his contract's up, he tends to go all right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but look, I think ten's a good. I, I give up pick ten for Charlie Dixon, um, yeah. provided he stays injury free, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, but oh, I think that's fair enough. Um, Gold Coast, you know, anything they get for him is fair enough because yep. he was gone. Yeah. Um, so them getting a pick 10, I think they'd be happy with that as well. Yeah. And look, I just think, I hope uh, that Port Adelaide won't try and be 
Dixon-centric in the forward line, so it makes sense, because yep. I think that'll be to their detriment. I think they have to maintain their spread from goal scorers through the midfield, and maybe uh, it means that the back line has to be accountable for yeah. Dixon going forward. So as long as they play it that way, I think it'll be a good trade. But if you try and look for an out-and-out full forward line in Charlie Dixon in that squad, don't think it'd be best for that strategy. Well, he's coming into that right age now as well. Yeah. He's obviously um, one of the uh, originals from the Gold Coast. Yep. Um, kicked Gold Coast first goal. Yeah. Um, and he, he's, I th- he's had his best year to date, bar injuries. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, was it North Melbourne he took apart, I think? Kicked seven or Can't something remember. stupid like that. I remember. I think they took the Tigers apart last year as well, I think. Yeah. Um, but I think um, Ken Hinckley isn't known for a plan B. So maybe this is where he's sort of trying to put that initiative forward because their plan A has been found out a couple of years ago. Um, Frio tried to make a few changes to it and put it in place, and they got yeah. found out pretty quick too. So, yeah, maybe maybe it could be the start of the Hinkley's plan B. Well, put it this way, Port can't... Uh, they fell back a lot last year yep. in ladder position. Yep. They can't do that again. They've got to be pushing for top yep. four. Oh, yeah, not with Adelaide Media. They'll be fucked. Um, and they've got two big recruits in the last two years in Paddy Ryder and Charlie Dixon. Yep. Top four is their minimum. Yeah. It, it should have been their minimum... Uh, last year as well. Yep. When I say last year, I mean 2015, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Last season. Um, but yeah, Gold Coast, happy with the pick 10. Um, next year's second draw, uh, second round draft from um, Port, which you'd expect to be in the 30s. Yep. Yeah. Um, they also get pick 31 and another second round draft pick next year from Richmond. So, geez, ne- next year's second round better be yeah, <laughs> fruitful better be for stacked. it. Yeah, um, And the Tides get pick 19. Which uh, was was an important pick for him. Yeah, I think we gave up eighteen, didn't we? I think it was uh, earlier in the for Yaron. No, no, nineteen. That that's oh, the that, pick. That's for Yaron, is it? That's the pick you gave up. Ah, okay. So oh, that's the pick we got, wasn't it? We got. Yes, you got this pick from Gold Coast. Yep, and we gave. So up. you could give it. Ah, oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yep, yeah, yep. You gave away a couple right. of extra draft picks right. so you could get uh, get Yaron later on. Yep. So all right, on to trade number twenty. So this is the one. This is the second biggest trade all year, yep. or all trade period. Obviously, Dangerfield yeah. was a big one. And if we actually breaking this news to you, you'd want to write this down. <laughs> it's fucking confusing. Jake Carlisle. I don't think he was ever, ever going to go anywhere else besides St. Kilda. I don't even think Hawthorne were talking about it. No. I think no. they went, they probably went, can we get Jake? No. All right. And then <laughs> that was it. Yep. And then that created a story and... Uh, What's his name? Disco from mm. um, Essendon, uh, Dodoro. Yeah, um, yeah, he ran with it. Like yep. we're only talking with Hawthorne now. It's like, yeah, it is funny though yeah. when somebody like that comes out. Everyone goes, push it. Yeah, and the thing is with Hawthorne, they might have gone, ah, we won't be able to get him, and then chatted to him and gone, fuck, we don't want him. <laughs> um, oh, the, I think it was was it the Bulldogs yep. that um, had a had a dig. Yeah, they said they were concerned with him. Yeah, and that's why they didn't make an offer. Seemed like a due diligence fail, if that makes sense. They mm. were doing the due diligence, went didn't pass. I'm not going to say why. Yeah, just went, uh, I think we know why. <laughs> they left it till after the fact to yeah. say it, but that's all right. And I mean, let's be honest. I don't think Carlisle obviously never been accused of being a genius. Never will again. Let's be honest. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what the? F- Personally, I don't care. Yeah, if he's off doing drugs in Vegas after he's just signed a massive contract. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, if you just signed a million dollar contract and you're in Vegas and you don't do drugs, I think you're wasting your time. Yeah. You remember, don't deserve that contract. Remember this happened in the NBA once? Oh, <laughs> the, the pick number two for the Sonics? Yeah. Or was it Sonics or Celtics? Fuck, who what was it? They had a 30 for 30. Glenn Bias or someone Bias. Right. Yeah. Um, it's definitely pick number two. Yeah. Went pick number two, 
for one of the good teams. Yep. Gone out to celebrate. OD'd on coke. Uh, dead. <laughs> dead. 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 <laughs> Done. You can't... Can, can we, yeah. can we rerun the draft again? Had signed on the line, so <laughs> complete loss to Boston, whoever it was. But I wonder if his estate gets a signing bonus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did good this season. He did nothing wrong. Sorry for your loss. Here's your check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but um, what I don't get is... Uh, it, I don't care that he's done it, but why the fuck would you upload it? I mean, it's yeah. just... Oh, my God. That's like, what, usually... Taking drugs makes you paranoid. So I would have thought, you know... It gave him confidence. He'd be like, fuck, I better not let anyone see this. Or maybe he maybe he really isn't that smart and literally believed what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Like, oh, it's impossible man. to get out. He saw the signs and went, yep, this is it. Yep, he's this like, is good. It's like, this is like fucking North Korea in here. No one's going to find out shit. Just think, if that's what he's filmed, imagine what he didn't film. Exactly. I mean, how many dead hookers has he got through? Imagine his file of dick pics. Fucking hell. No he's- shame. He might have been the one that took the dick pics photos of fucking Nicky Dow. And... Yeah. <laughs> All I'm saying is I've never seen him and the St. Kilda schoolgirl in the same room at the same time. This is true. But allegedly... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to that right. We got those jokes later on. Um, anyway, uh, St. Kilda also get uh, pick 14. Um, and Essendon have got pick number five, which is what they said. This is what we want all yep. the way through. We want pick number five yeah. for him. And uh, eventually they got it. Um, look, with I, a bit of other manoeuvres going around with the Swans and Craig Bird. Yeah, and look, I think it's okay for St Kilda to give up the pick number five because they've recruited well in the last few years. And I think you've got to still see another year to see how those recruits go, to see what holes you actually have and have to need to fill in. Well, that, that's right. Um, the last three years they've said we want, you know, uh, three picks inside the top 20 yep. uh, and that kind of stuff. And that's why they gave away, uh, traded away Ben McAvoy. Yep. Um, even though he was in their leadership group and yeah. you know, he's the next captain and all this shit. Yep. And they were short on... He was a big man, wasn't he, McAvoy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were short on big men too. Yeah, we so. got Billy Longer from Gold Coast or Brisbane. Yeah. I can't remember which yeah. one he played for. Brisbane, I think. Brisbane, I think, yeah. Um, but they said, we want three picks. You yeah. Know, and, they just, and just take best available. Yeah. And that's what they've done for three three years now and they'll do it again at this draft. Yeah. Take best available. And you're right. Next year, okay, we're, we're nearly ready. What are our holes? We'll take them. Yep. And in two, three years' time, we're having a real crack. Yep. And it's one of those things where they're not going to um, you know, uh, hit and run um, yeah. when, it, when they have a crack at the top. Yeah. They're going to have a good period of success. Yeah. And it seems like they've staggered out their selections where you're not going for one year of glory. You're setting up a, a system, if that makes sense. Like, you want a, a group of players of, of 10 or 12 yeah. that are going to grow up together. Yeah, exactly. And you want at the same time. And you want the people a year ahead to teach people the year below kind of thing. It's sort of like having a team where you've got a few white belts, some blue belts, yep. a couple of purples, browns, and then you've got the black mother. Yep. Yeah. And they're, you know, it's not just one one person at the top. It's everyone teaching everyone to that next sort of yeah. level. And you want to have that consistently going through your, your club. Um, the only sad thing is, like, uh, the big Rue, he's not going to be there when, when they peak. Yep. He'd still go around next year and maybe even the year after. But yeah. The, the time's asking. But to be honest, I think he's got a, a better chance than BJ, so I think he's going to be, be happy with that one. Oh, Chappie didn't like that, did he? No. Well, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that <laughs> I, come out swinging. Be honest. Yeah, exactly. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, and like, like we said, I mean, you're going to trust Chappie's opinion on these matters yep. because he's got he's the resume to back it up. No, I don't think he's... Bullshit uh, talks. No, money walks. Yeah, some shit. Yeah, some yeah, shit like that. Yeah. I don't think he's, uh, he's going to... Uh, walk the company line or anything like that because yep. I mean he's played two years at Essendon but he's he's a Geelong person yeah exactly so exactly. He's, he's almost he's renting his Guernsey at Essendon yeah. it was more like he took a gap year before he figures out what he's going to do with the rest of his yeah. life 
I'm, I'm pretty sure he's hooked up with um, coaching somewhere or development somewhere. Yeah, he'll be knocking off his back, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah. He's not going to be short on doing anything he wants, really. Um, you'd still like, if you were Essendon, if you would have been smart to try and keep him around and then do something there and stop him going back to Geelong or well, stuff no, he actually can't wants keep to him do. around now. <laughs> yeah. One thing that was interesting about the uh, comments he made about Goddard, and he said, you know, you can get um, angry at the other players and, you know, he doesn't pick up his man, but he's telling everyone else to. Yeah. There was an incident, um, I think it was during this year, in one of the few games where Essendon won, um, where Goddard's going off and Dyson Heppel's got up and grabbed him and said, mate, fucking head in the game. Yeah. And then the uh, play's gone on, Goddard's done well, kicked the goal, whatever. He's gone up to Heppel and gone, you're fucking right. Oh, really? You know? yeah. And I got well, if anybody had any doubt yeah. that Heppel was not the next captain for Essendon, yeah. and you're an idiot if you had that, yeah. doubt, that cemented it. It's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Even the senior players who have been there for 100 extra games in him are listening to him, and yeah. he's having an effect. Yeah. That's it. It's done. And he should be captain next year. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I think Watson looks beaten up. He looks beaten up and looks not interested in being there. And I think giving him the freedom to be able to get away from that club and have his own sort of spare time and not be so involved from a captain perspective. Yeah, because captain's got a lot of duties. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you have to think they're in close-knit with coaching staff in order to make selections and yeah. things like that and look at even recruiting and things like that. Like, what do you need on field to, to have this winning team and thing? Well, there's a lot of um, older players who are giving up the captaincy towards the end. I know, you know, Croft did it. Newman. Yeah, Newman did it. Um, there's a couple of Richmond, actually. Uh, there was did Kane Newman, Johnson give it up Kane early? Johnson gave it up because... Uh, I think he retired, actually. Yeah, yeah, um, but I think he got it from someone who gave it up straight across when he came off from Adelaide. I don't know how he got it anyway, but yeah, I'm trying to think who was the captain before him. I think it must have been Newman. No, no, before Johnson. Oh, Johnson. Uh, was, wasn't um, no Maxwell wasn't the captain there. No, it must have been Knights. No, was not Knights captain? Yeah, many Knights was captain. Yeah, trying to think. Yeah, no, actually, it might have been. Yeah, you can Google it anyway. Yeah, fuck it, Gordo. Where are you? <laughs> um. Yeah, so I think it'll be good because you know, um, everyone said that Joe, he just looks beaten. Yeah, yeah. And when he you know got injured and went off and had a beer at the uh, Ashes, yeah. probably the best thing for him. Yeah. Come back, mate. Just go back to playing footy. Yeah. You know, in, in, do what you do best. Enjoy that. We'll take all those extra media and yep. all those extra fucking coterie club shit yep. and all that fucking bullshit off you. And look, I've never spoken to Joe at all. Don't know him at all. But forget all that because it looks like um, he's a happy-go-lucky sort of bloke. And yep. it seems like he wouldn't get stressed about too much of his own accord. It seems like stress would be put on him, if that makes yep. sense. But it certainly happened in the last three years. That's exactly right. It seems like someone who just wants to go about his sort of business and very easygoing, very you know relaxed and not stressed. But it looks like he's kind of stressed in that situation where he can't really do anything about it. It's certainly unprecedented. Yeah, uh, what's going on? Oh, the length of time, at least. Yeah. Um, and anyway, the last part of that trade is Craig Bird gets across um, to Essendon. Um, I don't know. It's, uh, Sydney wanted a few more um, points um, for their academy players and that kind of stuff. I don't know. Uh, Craig Bird, I thought, was okay, but he's just, he is just okay. Yeah. Um, yep. the, the problem with Sydney is their depth. Yeah. I think he is a depth player. Yeah. So it's probably not the best move for them, but, I mean, they obviously they've got a lot of A-graders anyway. So. Yeah. Uh, I think Heaney came in and filled a spot that Bird probably oh. might have might have into. A, a season of Heaney without... That knee injury yeah. is going to be amazing. He got a broken jaw now, though, doesn't he? Oh yeah, over in Vegas got or in Bali. One of the two got clocked yeah. in one of them. Big king hit. Yeah, yeah. Just thinking, where the fuck are your mates in that one, mate? Well, it, oh. Now's the time to have it though. Exactly. <laughs> At least yep. you're dressed up and ready to go. <laughs> I was say a few lines of coke would have fixed that up. You're on the Carlisle. Be a million um, bucks again. 
pick 21 we don't really need to go through because it was just draft picks between Melbourne and uh, Gold Coast. Uh, again, academy players and just uploading um, some more uh, picks and whatnot. Pretty boring, but points, yeah. points, points. Yeah. Um, but uh, what it does mean is that Melbourne have even more first round draft picks uh, in, yeah. in the top 10. Yeah. You know, um, which they gave up, uh, they got three and 10 for pick six. So they're, they're happy with that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny because they're shit at drafting. So, well, last year was the first year they got right. Yeah. But it's almost like playing basketball against someone that you know shit and then just giving them the ball. Okay. <laughs> what are you going to do with it? Go on. Go. Do it. Do Go something. <laughs> um, okay. One of the most surprising trades I thought yep. was Matty Rosa requesting to leave West Coast. Really? Did he request to leave? He requested it. Oh, no shit. I thought he was you know, very handy. I mean, yeah. he's not too old. He's late 20s. He's still got yeah. good footy left in him. So I wonder if there's more to it. If he has family up there or something, or he just went, you know what, I want a change of scenery. Yeah, yeah. could be change scenery. I thought he played all right. Like, he was always a valuable player. Yeah. Um, Best 22. Might have had a couple of injuries or whatever, but it didn't think he was in much competition for his spot. I thought he had that one held down. I mean, he played in the grand final. Yeah. Um, you reckon he Especially right. since they, they got rid of Spanger a couple of years ago. He yeah. thought that would sort of strengthen his, his spot in the West well, Coast I mean, side. But. Probably five or six years ago they got rid of Spanger. But. Yeah, but then again, he probably knows what's in the pipeline down at West Coast. And he's probably seen Hawthorne playing going, we're not going to win right. a flag here. So. Down at West Coast, what's in the pipe has always been a problem for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Thanks, thanks Dan. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Daniel Chick. <laughs> um but um, you would have thought it would be a good time to be around West Coast. Yeah. Um, you know, things are on the up. You've just played in a grand final. Tend to be, you're, you're looking at um, going strong again next year. And yep. you get your, a couple of big players back. But anyway, um, he's playing at Gold Coast, who won't be playing finals next year. No, no. Not unless the hand of God strikes down and gives him and, a... And it could. It could, yeah. If he's back. I don't know. He played three games this year or something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. And I'd like to see a Rance versus Ablett battle. Really, you reckon he's going to play down forward? Oh, just God versus God battle. See which runs right. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> the door knocker versus yeah. the, the head knocker. Um, That'd be the most polite conversation ever, wouldn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd love to hear those sledges. <laughs> yeah? Nice fucking underwear, Mormon. <laughs> Apparently they take great offence to that. But I thought, mate, you're the one that's got the magic yeah, underwear. That's it. And what are they going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Forgive smart, me. Smart, smart, smart. Um, another surprising one was Troy Menzel heading yeah. back home. Oh, hang on, Carlton got Sam Carriage in that one too. Yes, uh, this is pick twenty three. Uh, sorry, yeah. trade twenty three now. Troy Menzel for Sam Carriage and a draft selection. Yeah, um, Menzel I thought was one of the untouchables at Carlton. So did I. Um, so did I. And they don't yeah. have many of them. No, not at all. I thought he was almost doing a Masson type role, except at, at Carlton. At Carlton, yeah. doing it well and uh, dangerous up forward too. Yeah, but obviously um, injuries hasn't helped him either. Yeah. Um, but end of the day, the go home factor is strong. <laughs> yeah. Um, losing carriage and pick uh, 28 for Adelaide, I think they'd be happy to get Benzel for that. Yeah. It yep. Makes Adelaide a strong side again. It does. And look, carriage is no slouch. She showed a lot of promise. Um, I think he might have had some injuries there as well. But he was amongst that same crowd that came out with like the crouches, crouch or couch, yeah, whatever the fuck they were. Yeah. Two of them. Yeah. Um, so it was vying for spots that were always in hot competition. But he's certainly not uh, 22 games a year in the seniors' carriage. Probably, um, well, maybe at Carlton. <laughs> I think anybody is at Carlton. Yeah. If you rock it up, yeah. they uh, they appreciate that. I, tell you, I think the mascot's got the green vest on to Captain, next year. Captain Blue or Captain whatever Blue he bloody is. is. 
Hang on, they're not doing interchain- uh, subs next year, are they? No, no more sub vests. Fuck for that. And down to 80 from 120 interchanges. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that'd be interesting. Um, next, we have Greater Western Carlton. Um, <laughs> taking, let's see, Lockie Plowman, Jed Lamb, Andrew Phillips, Liam Sumner, and a round one draft pick. So number eight. So number eight's a good number eight, draft pick. Shit, yeah. um, Liam Sumner, I actually reckon is going to be all right. Yeah. The rest, you could, um, you know, raffle. To be honest, I think there was a, an article written by Jed Lamb, which is just a really great article about somebody that's who knows his place in the game. Yeah. Is that I'm a fringe player, I might keep going, or I or I might be off. Yeah. I'm, I'm finished. Yep. And this is the end of my ride. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if he wrote it before he knew he was going to Carlton or not. But, yeah. Um, it was just a really interesting read for somebody that's fully aware of where they sit. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it has that sort of um, the ability to articulate that to yeah. people, you know, um, which shows that you know if he finishes up, he might still have something to do afterwards. Exactly, and like uh, Timmy Boyle. Timmy Boyle is it? Uh, used to play for Hawthorne. He now writes for um, the Age. Oh, okay, and he he wrote the article um, last week about Jake Carlisle and the drug right. things, just saying it's not a you know. Why all the media speculation? It was a brilliantly written article. Yeah. It was really, really good. And he, he's, yeah, he's a really strong writer. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, in this deal, though, it kind of looks like Greater Western Sydney have given Carlton a zirconia ring covered in feces or something. It's like, <laughs> you've got number eight, but you're going to have and to take all this shit. You're going to take this shit. Take this well, shit. Obviously, um, Stephen Silvani was, you know, put the list together up at GWS and he's fucking rated them since. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not like, you know, they were coming up roses. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. So GWS are happy to pick up everybody's um, off cuts. Yep. Like Stevie J. Yep. Um, and Carlton will happy. Carlton to, happy to. Yeah. I think um, St- Silvani just loved his time up there. He's bringing all the boys back. See, you know, you play five hundred, so you know how yeah. some people just get greedy and they don't care what the cost. They just want to see what's in the middle. <laughs> I think Carlton liked that with number one draft pick. They're like, nah, yeah. I want to see who we can get. Who can we get? Who can we get? <laughs> And like, it's that addiction to it now. They're like, fuck everything, fuck the footy. Just, just want, want draft the, picks. You just want the draft yeah. pick. Addicted. And then, uh, well, they got three number one draft picks playing for them, and uh, it didn't turn out so yeah. well. And they're like, I mean, you can't, yeah, actually, you can't give cash in a trade, can you? No, Not any more. Yeah. You used to. The famous one was obviously uh, Sydney sold John Longmire for 60 grand. Yep. And they went, oh, and you know this other bloke for 10 grand? And it was? Kerry. Kerry. <laughs> Kerry for 10 grand. Wow. The steak knives in the deal. Um, okay, so we're up to trade number 25, which I think was uh, in February. This one was nominated, which is Adam Trelaw getting to Collingwood. Yeah. And uh, so they got pick seven for him, and there were some other swaps of picks around there. And this is one of the few deals where there wasn't any fuckery in it, isn't there? Oh, there was a lot of fuckery. Was it? It's going on for fucking ages, this one. Um, oh, sorry, I was thinking of... Uh, sorry, not Trelaw. Who Richmond got? Fucking... Yeah, whoever he is. Whoever he was, yeah. yeah. Townsend. Yeah. Townsend, yeah. There was no fucker in that one. There was yeah. lots of fucker in this one. Yeah. Um, which <laughs> tends to happen. In fact, the... maybe it's the Townsend wasn't even listed. It's got some bloke <laughs> and went, yeah, Townsend, take him. Oh, there's a story about that in a minute. Right. Um, no, fuck it, I'll do it now. There yep. was, oh, God, I always forget his name. I have to ask Dunks because he knows it. Yep. There was a soccer player who told, he said he was the brother of a really famous soccer player. Yep. And one of the English Premier League sides, yep, yeah, we'll take him. Yep. <laughs> Just about sight unseen. Yeah. It was hopeless. Was, it, was, was it a Premier League or Championship? Premier. Wow, that's awesome. I'm going to have to look it up. Um, uh, oh, geez, Dunks. I know he's told me before. I can't remember who it was. But he played, I think, one game. And they went, he doesn't look like he's played before. <laughs> he was that bad. And I don't think he was the cousin or the brother or yeah. whoever he said he was. 
Um, he's just flagged his way into he's the from like Nigeria trip. or something like that. Um, oh, I wish no, I could I mean, the proper details. It's not very too racist, but if you're tall and black, generally you'll get a gig at any sport. I'll say, let's give it a go. We'll give it a go. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have advantages that everyone else on the team don't have. What do you mean, Israel Folau? <laughs> Actually, uh, that's coming up Thursday, isn't it? Yeah. What is? The Rugby Union World Cup. Is it final. the World Cup on Thursday? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I thought it would sure. be on the weekend. Um, friends of lots of New Zealanders, and they've already started stocking up alcohol. <laughs> Not even joking. Yeah, I wouldn't surprise. They take this shit seriously. Fuck yeah, man. Uh, there's nothing bigger than rugby um, yep. union for them. Yep. It is funny, though. This is the third sport this year that the World Cup has been held. The grand final World Cup is Australia New Zealand. Really? Uh, cricket. Yeah. And netball. <laughs> and we're two nil. <laughs> Shit, I care about the cricket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the netball. Yeah, well, okay. It's, if a, you know. it's a sport. I'll give you that. Are uh, you looking up? Who's going to? I am looking it up. Yeah. Sorry. Well, it's probably the first time we've actually fact checked one of our stories midstream, which we probably should do because I was listening to one of Rogan's podcasts the other day, and he was talking about getting the story correct. I think it might have been with Red Band because you know Red Band just. <laughs> just a lot of bullshit. Yeah. He's like, you know, people listen to this and they regurgitate what we say. So we have a, a onus of responsibility to make sure it's kind of correct or if we're not sure to say it's not sure. Yeah. So you can't just put something in there and go, say, so-and-so, uh, fuck your sister. Well, I'm not sure if that happened, but uh, <laughs> you look it up. <laughs> yeah, so um, also, is that the last trade or more trades? Oh, uh, no, trades. there's still more, sorry. Oh, cool. do, you right. pa- do you want pause? No. Oh, cut it out. Oh, fair enough. To. Keep going. And I... Oh, fucking, nah, I can't fucking remember it. Doesn't matter. Um, where are we up to? Oh, this. Okay, this was a story. Uh, what was? Uh, yeah, he was the worst. Anyway, yeah. he wasn't related at all. It was a con job. Yeah. Anyway, you got a free <laughs> from Nigeria. Jeez, I, I, I hope it was Nigeria. <laughs> I think it was, but I can't remember. Might have been Sierra Leone or somewhere. Um, okay, trade number twenty-six. Hawthorne get Jack Fitzpatrick, um, the uh, who, to captain their tunnel ball team, <laughs> and uh, Melbourne get pick 94 um really puzzling this one i mean it's just uh we've got two ruckmen we've got a young ruckman let's have a third i Uh, think if someone needs to justify their paycheck in hawthorne and melbourne for trades we've got to get the recruitment manager or something we've got to get a player so we've got to do something and like he sold it with dude trust me this is the pick of the century (laughs) 94 94 (laughs) in a shallow draft and we get fitzpatrick <laughs> uh, the jury's still out on this one. Let me tell you. <laughs> I don't know. It's sometimes you, you you do a pick to be nice. We've got a lot of former Melbourne players um, in our coaching ranks. Yeah, maybe they're just looking after the poor lad. Yeah, I think that deserves an encouragement award. Like <laughs> you, you were trading. You were trading. Yeah, we, we did something. Yeah. What do they say? They say Hawthorne picks up you know a, a big player every year, just the yeah. one, and look what we've done. Well, maybe Hawthorne got just got a new recruitment manager, and he's like, "Now, yeah, just not really sure. Like, we don't need much, but I've got to do something. So, <laughs> we just sneak this one through. Ninety-three, yeah, no one will notice, and I've got a job. You've got a job next year. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Hang on, we'll have to wait and see who they get for ninety-eight first, <laughs> or ninety-four, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That one. It, it, it'd be great. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> I love how I was just talked about saying like proper stats and getting your facts right. They're going, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> um, so, trade 27. Fuck me. Um, Thomas Bug gets to Melbourne and pick number seven. Really? Um, and Greater Western Sydney get pick number 10 and a bunch of other picks. So, this is... Thomas Bug's had a little bit of trouble um, up at, uh, at GWS. Actually, he had trouble in Melbourne um, while he was yep. playing for GWS because he, you know, um, getting in fights at fucking nightclubs and all that kind of yeah. shit. But, 
good player. Yeah. Right? And really like how he goes about it. But the thing is, I see a lot of similarities with him and Scully in the way they play. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. And so it looks like GWS have just continually raped Melbourne. Like, they've pretty much <laughs> given them the shit of Scully back and right. gone, we'll take your draft picks too. You say raped, like, they, they fucking paid for it. Yeah, that's I mean, true. That's they, true. They didn't rape them. They treated them as a high-class e- escort. Yep, that's true. Yeah, it was kind of like a um, damn Bilzerian escort. With like plenty <laughs> of cash and I don't give a fuck. Um, they certainly paid overs for, for Scully. But yep. um, I think Thomas Bug um, and Pick 7, this is could be the steal of the, yeah. of the trade yep. period. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, and they give up uh, a bunch of picks to GWS, which they can use on their academy players for points yep. and all that kind of year. So, yeah, to, for me, the steal um, yep. of the entire trade period. Yeah, and look, Melbourne are interested in second, now. third round draft picks. You know what I mean? Yeah. They want their first ones. They can afford to trade out the second and thirds to get talent into their squad. Well, I think last year, you know, they got oh, well, they got Jesse Hogan, um, you know, a couple yep. of years ago. So fucking Jesse Hogan. Fucking star. <laughs> um, last year, they got Brayshaw, who turned out well. And yep. Petraka, who we haven't seen yet. Yeah. Um, so this year they got another couple of early on picks. Um, so yeah. they're starting to build that little core. Yep. Probably got one more year of, you know, next year they're trying to get three or four picks in the top twenty. Yeah. But and, I think uh, Bug as well. There, there also, you give Bernie Vince a better chance of having that uh, game sort of uh, not uh, not domination, but the main playmaker in the game, or tag out their main playmaker. Yeah. Without having as much a liability as sort of removing him from your own offense. Um, it'd be good to add a little bit more mongrel into their side as well. Yep. Something that um, sort of uh, Nathan Jones has been the sole carrier yeah, of yep. that mantle for him for a yeah, while. He's been out of character at Melbourne by playing <laughs> hard and, you know, doing the hard, the tough stuff. But uh, no, I think it's a good pickup for Melbourne uh, and they need good pickups. Yep. Um, so pick 28 is uh, GWS get a couple of extra round. Oh, it's just picks. Uh, GWS and Hawthorne swapping more picks. So yep. Hawthorne get a slightly higher pick and Greater Western Sydney get more points. Not interesting. Trade 29, Aish, who's never going to leave Brisbane. They're yep. going to play hard ball. He's yep. never going. No. Um, although he did, from uh, the rumours, was he always wanted to go home to South Australia. Yep. Instead, he's gone to Collingwood. Um, so I'm sure that's uh, left Adelaide very, very happy. Well, I'm sure he's gone. I like home, but I like flags better. Maybe. And all money. Because Collingwood have got money sitting around. This is true. Uh, not only sitting around, it's like they... Um, it's like they got it buried somewhere. Like, you know, they did the renovation and shit. Yeah. How the fuck they pay for all that? Plus, um, their new joint burnt down, whatever that bar was. Oh, yeah. yeah the well, fucking... Was it? Yeah, some bar burnt down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking, how the fuck they get all this money to buy all this shit? It's Collingwood. They shake a tree. Uh, they don't have lockers at Collingwood. They have treasure chests. So every time you, you go to put your boots away, you're like, oh, where did this paper bag come from? Yeah, pick up their paycheck from the treasury. <laughs> uh, Spring Street. That's allegedly, because I made it up just sending it. It sounded good, though. <laughs> they don't get paid. They would get not surprise me in the least. No. They've got too much money. They've got to do something with it. And that's it. I mean, it's between them and, and Carlton with the most cash, isn't it? Because Vizzy came in and... Oh, but it's not Carlton. No. Not anymore. They're on fucking welfare. Are they? I thought Vizzy decided, I don't give any fucking shit when you're making these decisions. <laughs> they did, but unfortunately <laughs> a few people from Vizzy left now, <laughs> including yeah. Judd. Yeah, true, true. Saw him driving a Vizzy truck the other day. Doing <laughs> his contract. Good man. Good, good, good man. Man of his word. Well, he's, you know, he's not playing anymore. He's got to earn a quid. Yeah, I mean, Mrs. Reading the like a champ, so... Oh, she's massive on fucking social media. She's not as good as Mexico, but she's doing <laughs> all right. The, yeah, turn sideways, you can't see her. <laughs> yeah. She's a skinny glass, is what I'm saying. Um... <laughs> 
And Brisbane got a couple of picks. To be honest, Aish had a great first year, and I thought he was going to be anything. Because I yep. think in round one to 2014, um, played Hawthorne. Yeah. Um, and I thought, geez, he looks really good. Yep. Um, unfortunately, I think that the homesickness and not wanting to be there really got to him. And, and had Clay it. Beam stepping up and dominating. Yeah. Had a big, big effect on as well. And uh, so, anyway, he finally gets to leave Brisbane and you know, that uh, whole crap that goes around with will he or won't he is, is done. So, yeah. everyone can move on. Yep. Trade number 30 um, is just a trade of picks between Collingwood and North Melbourne. Not much interesting there. No. No. Because it was to facilitate the next trade. Facilitate the next trade, yep. which is trade number 31. Brisbane Lions get Ryan Bastanak. Yeah. Um, and some other picks. The North Melbourne get pick 17 and some other picks. Brisbane was stoked to get Bastanak. They described him as silky smooth with his skills. Did they? And I'm like, I reckon, I reckon their recruiter didn't do any work <laughs> and just like just made it up at the end and goes, no, to, don't pick him anyway. To be fair, not all the games are on Channel 7 up in uh, in Brisbane. You know, Some of them <laughs> yeah. go over to 7-2 or you yeah. have to get Foxtel. Yeah. I don't know if their recruiter had Foxtel. Yeah. So he's just gone off like super coach scores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or, kind of like a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or they've just gone, does he want to come here? Can he play? Can he play? Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. play. We'll play. Tell him you're going to get. He wants to come here? Please, come. Come. Speak. Ba- yeah. Bassett, uh, to be honest, um, he's one of those players that was always going to be a good clubman yep. at, at North. And yep. I don't think he ever got out of that. And look, he looks like he tries his 100% every single game. Yeah. Every single yeah. game, he looks like he's trying 100% and is genuinely disappointed when he fucks up in that. <laughs> yes. But he's just not that good. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So, like I said, team man, get him in the club, 100%. Him and Cunnington sort of uh, yeah, look like yeah. they used to be neck and neck. Yeah. And Cunnington's kicked on. Yeah. And Bastianak, unfortunately. I mean, it could be injuries or who knows. Yeah. Um, it hasn't, hasn't quite got there. Yep. Um, anyway, trade 32, swapper picks. Um, Sydney wants more picks for academy players. West Coast will take a pick 23 and give up pick 36 and 37. So, they're happy. Yep. Um, so... Uh, trade 23 Carlton get pick 11 and give up picks 20 and 21 um, so they're trying to get uh, more higher picks they don't want two yep. in the 20s they so want you know somewhere near the top 10 it nearly got there yep um, the Bulldogs get a couple more picks uh, I think the Bulldogs are sort of a year ahead of St Kilda and two years ahead yep. of Melbourne yep. yeah um, I agree so they want to they want to go strong this year yep um, so that makes sense for them yeah and especially something like that they would have learnt from the mistakes of Melbourne that where you don't need to consistently get the best what's available. You need to see what you've actually got first and let let it sort of mature and see how you go, if that makes no, sense. No, other way around. You, you want the best available and then, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, you say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And what, then let what, it mature. But yeah. And not then to a Carlton and try and just get every fucking first draft pick and then oh. trade them off, you know? Well, yeah. They tried tanking and that didn't work. So at least they're yeah. going about it the right way. So I think Western Bulldogs have, have looked at those mistakes and gone, all right, we have to change our approach here. Sometimes... You don't need to fix it because you'll fuck it. Yeah. So well, let's just hold back and see how we go. And let's be honest. Any Bulldog supporter would be wrapped that they played yep. finals this yep. year. And uh, and played probably game of the year, yeah. I reckon, in the, the final they did play with Adelaide. And yeah. just, just yeah. you know, didn't just get, get over the line. Yeah. Um, so they'd be hoping to stay there. And obviously, publicly, you say you move up. But if they play finals again, that's their, their goal met yeah. for next year. And the thing is, with that squad, is that they far and out exceeded expectations of yeah, themselves exactly, and yeah. everyone else. And it was the, the people that you didn't know who stood up during that season. Yeah. And we still don't know which one of those ones is going to go on to sort of form that future leadership group. It's yep. still sort of, uh, the pecking order still being decided, if that makes sense. Well, you got um, 
uh, McRae who, who kicked on, but uh, Jesse String obviously was their big yeah. one. Couldn't pick him out of a lineup yep. the, uh, before last season. Yeah, that's it. But you know, you had Stringy, you had Wallace, you had Bontempelli, you had uh, what's the other fellow's name? Other son. Um, well, Liberatore. Liberatore, yeah. But he didn't play. He's oh, back sorry. next year. Um, Boyd? Mitch Wallace. Mitch Wallace. Wallace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I think he was their best and fairest. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe he wasn't. And all these players were, I mean, had promise in that, but they all stood up as good as each other, if that makes sense. And Bob Murphy is his first year as captain. Yeah. You know, yeah. Captain of all Australia. Yeah. His first year as captain is not bad. I mean, you get rid of Tom Boyd and he plays seconds. It's always a good win. <laughs> I'm going to say, yeah, the big money recruit, playing, paying a lot of money for him to play VFL. Yep. Anyway, some good VFL. So we're down to the last half hour of trade period now. Yep. And finally, Chris Yaron gets across for pick 19 to Richmond. Yeah. What do you think? As a Tigers man? I uh, didn't want to give up a first round pick, to be honest. Not yep. for Aaron. Um, but 19, look, you'd see how you go. We've done something. We've done, <laughs> something, done something. And that's it. Um, look, it, it, it's not enough. It's not a, a, as consequential if it doesn't turn out, considering where we are at the moment. Yep. We're not depending on it. Yep. And so I think we have that sort of luxury where maybe we can turn around... And when you look at sort of the diligence Richmond have done in their recruiting the last year, especially even through this uh, trade period, you tend to think they know what they're doing in these situations. Yeah. Because they've, they've, they've passed on a lot of players who seemed attractive at the time but turned out not to be or had problems. They've tended, Richmond tended not to go for the big names when it comes yeah. to recruiting. Yeah. Um, they've certainly retained their own. But yeah. if you picked Richmond's best 10 players without you know putting any research into it. Yep. I reckon only Ivan is not Richmond drafted. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah maybe Julio or Grig. Yeah, maybe they'd sneak in. But by yeah. the end of the next season, probably not. Probably got yeah. the youngsters coming through, the recruited. The next one's coming through. Oh, maybe oh, Miles. Anthony Miles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Miles, yeah. But, um, okay, besides Anthony Miles, m- most of their... Uh, no, including Anthony Miles, they haven't really gone for those big stars. Yeah. They've sort of got, you know your 10th best player or your 15th yeah. best player. And, yeah. um, you know, we'll take somebody who's the 15th best player and turn yeah. them into the 12th best. They've played money ball. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, so their goal this year is to win a final, with without a doubt. Yeah. Chris Yaron is going to do more for them to win a final than pick 19. Yeah. So yeah. for right now, it's, it's the true. right decision. Yep. And also, Chris Yaron, he might do a wait where you can be shit for the whole season, but come finals, you step up. You step up. You've done your job. And he's been at... Carlton during a very shit period. Yeah. Where, yep. you know, the coming out of the tanking disaster. And, <laughs> and watching shit. all your talented teammates fuck oh, off. Watching Eddie Betts go kick goals yep. and win yep. all Australians over in Adelaide. And just and, get the accolades that someone like Yaron probably could have got in similar situations. Josh Kennedy over yep. in fucking everybody that's left Carlton. So they're hoping yeah. to repeat that. Because Yaron, like, not as good, but he should be sort of playing a Michael Long sort of style of footy. Yep. That sort of role. Yeah, running through. Yep. Or Nicky Winmar, someone like that. Um, or any other black players. <laughs> I was thinking, you're way to stereotype it there, Brenton. Yeah, cool. How about, you, you can't be as good as Kerry or someone. How about Isaac Smith? <laughs> Isaac Smith, yeah. Yep. What about uh, Relton? Ro- oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, poor old Relton. Oh, good old Relton. What a fucking champ. Uh, okay, I want to... Um, oh, let's just skip straight past trade uh, 35 because that was just a trade of picks between uh, Collingwood and GWS. Yep. Uh, okay, final 10 minutes. Michael Talia um, off to Sydney um, for pick 69 and another pick 60-odd nine next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he was ever going to stay at, uh, at the Bulldogs, poor old Talia. No. Did he go there 
fire. Was he originally in Adelaide or is that someone else? His brother plays for Adelaide. Oh, okay. That's the connection. Um, so th- there was rumours that he was going to go join up his brother at Adelaide. But yep. I think Adelaide have already drafted in, uh, sorry, traded in a, a few players. So, yeah. So. And they already had a few brothers go through there, didn't they? Yeah. Crouch brothers. Crouch brothers. there at the minute. I'm sure. That'll do. That'll that's do. Good enough. German brothers. Well, there's two of them. Do. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There's two lots of brothers. Yeah. There's probably more. Yeah. Um, but uh, Talia, uh, the, the thing they're going to wrap up the uh, the scandal at the minute, how he supposedly leaked information to uh, his brother, to yeah. his brother, yeah. um, which is just so weird that he said, "Yeah, Jesse Stringer is going to play out forward." Well, no fucking yeah, shit, exactly. Mate. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for that, Lingy. And the thing is, that game wasn't a, a game of uh, master strategies. No. We all know what your game plan is. Who's going to do the best on the, it was on the a day? Shootout. Yeah, yeah. It was who's going to do the best on the day? Beautiful to watch. Perfect. Um, but uh, from all accounts, as soon as the the rumours got out there or whatever and it got out through Hawthorne or something because they were mates with Beveridge yeah somebody yeah I think I think Carlisle posted uh, it on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> I think Talia told uh, sorry uh, Adelaide's Talia told Chaney who's mates with Beveridge or mates right. with somebody at Hawthorne who's mates with Beveridge because yeah. Beveridge was at so it's fucking Chinese whispers it basically meant Michael Talley is no longer playing for the Bulldogs it's how the Bible was written <laughs> <laughs> um, and the final trade uh, <laughs> was more picks for Gold Coast and Frio yeah um, just so they can get uh, get what they wanted yeah so Frio did enough trading with their small players or whatever oh, I mean, Benno was the, the big one they wanted they wanted Cam McCarthy but they just couldn't get him yeah but they got um What's name from is it Carlton? No, from Jeddah. Yeah. Uh, no, West Coast got Jeddah. Do they? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Don't mind me. See, all they got was Harley Bennell. Oh, um, okay. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, Jeddah was trying to go west, wasn't he? He didn't really care which one. Yeah, he just wanted anywhere. He ended up at the Bulldog. Uh, what are they? Not the Bulldogs. West Coast. What the fuck is their name? Yeah, Jeddah ended up at West Coast. I think it was one of the first trades went through. Uh, for pick 57, which is a... Oh, no, aren't sure. uh, that's right. Callum Sinclair. Fuck, I forgot that. Sinclair was a straight swap for Jeddah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. And obviously, um, Sinclair means more to Sydney than Jeddah yeah. means to w, uh, West Coast Eagles. Yeah. And um, I mean, you're just happy to um, strengthen the squad and not try and do the fuck around with guessing with draft picks? Yeah. Trading those? Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're, uh, for West Coast, um, their time is now. Obviously, yep. I mean they just finished second, yeah. and Sydney should be thinking the same thing. Yeah, um, and then you look at like up north where you got Gold Coast and Brisbane who are in a shambles. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're trying to clutch at straws and get in here. have uh, any sort of structure they can build upon. And then you got the off-field stuff going on as well. I think you had Gold Coast with drugs and Benel. You got Brisbane. I think a couple of guys on rape charge or something. Uh, academy players, yeah. And they raped another guy. Is that right? Uh, well, the, the story I heard was they shoved a bottle up his ass, something like that. Okay. While he's unconscious and filmed it. I was going to say, I mean, the funny thing is, that I think the real loser in that is St. Kilda. <laughs> Why is that? I'm glad you asked. Glad you asked. Because, I mean, in Melbourne, it's cold as fuck, and it's not a, not a whole lot of sun that comes out. There's no good beaches. Right. Yes. And anyway, I was out in the city yesterday looking to make myself nice, got some new clothes, and I heard, overheard a conversation between a couple of, of um, gay fellas. And um, the dude was like, is um one of us means boss or some shit I don't know what they were doing but we often you clothes shopping you come across lots of gay people so yep um <coughs> he's like sorry I'm gonna have to leave my job and his boss is like shit you know what's going on man I thought it was alright he's like no no you haven't heard he's like no he's like dude Bristol Lions will fuck you like, <laughs> fuck you. like yeah. so I'm sorry but I quit 
And the boss has gone, hang on a second. I reckon Brisbane could use another hair salon. I'm coming with you. And I was thinking, St. Kilda are going to lose because Prince of Wales, fucking dead. There'll be no one in there anymore. <laughs> because you reckon the, the yep. St. Kilda gay is going to move up to Brisbane Lions yep. now. Thinking like, we've got a better chance up there. May as well knock up a four sale sign the Prince. That's fucked. <laughs> Locked down the head. At least the Saints players have got no excuse to be on the wrong side of the bar anymore. Well, I was going to say, they're trying to, trying to lose their reputation yeah. very hard. like, shit, what did I do, man? Fuck no one here. <laughs> It's a straight side too now. So, when they're just going to about to move back from Seaford as well. Exactly, and poor timing for them. And they were just you know going nice with uh, off-field scandals and that, just drying up, and now they've got nothing else to do. So well, that's why they brought in Carlisle. They could win. Oh <laughs> yes, that's a very good idea. Very so good idea. They, they fought back. They fought back. Yeah. Um, on that, it does. I don't know why it reminded. Me. Yeah, I know exactly why it reminded. Me. Anyway, when I was studying law, there was actually a, a case in our textbooks about. Um, some bloke who got killed um, because they, in a group sex act of um, where he got a VB study shoved up his ass. Right. I remember it because the textbook actually specified it was a VB study. And he died? Yeah. Holy shit. But he was a willing participant. Um, so, uh, anyway, the whole thing was that the court decided that there's some things you can't consent to. And that and was it. So, that's why this all happens anyway. Everyone there caught VB. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> another one. Uh, it was a hard-earned thirst. Yep. <laughs> um, but anyway, it was like besides the one pick, um, Thomas Bug getting to Melbourne. Yeah, I reckon this is a fairly even trade period. Yeah, and I think with free agency is kind of uh, mixed up a bit with uh, the ability for teams to play hardball. Well, when you look five years ago, I'm, I don't think there was any free agency five years ago. Um, five years ago, trade period was just trade period. Yeah, you got what? Who you got? We'll give it away. Yeah. Since then, you've added free agency. Yeah. So that adds into it, and compo picks with free agency. Yeah. Um, then you've added academy and father and son rookie uh, lists, as rookie well. lists, um, uh, and points. Yeah. And now you've added um, future draft picks as well. Yeah. It's fucking. Yeah. It's getting more and more complicated. You yeah. should be just rock up and go. Ah, oh, him and him, him and him. All right, go. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to convince players to go to shit clubs these days, so you've got well, to throw some sweeteners in there. I'm going to say, sometimes the choice is uh, Brisbane or Caroline Springs. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Lakey chose and, Caroline and Springs. chose Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, where did you play for? Wodonga? Wer- Werribee or? or some shit. Yeah. Werribee, yeah. The Pigeons? Yeah, I don't know. I think they're the Werribee drug dealers. <laughs> Just call it like it is, playing the sunshine murderers. I thought it was great when they did the longest kick um, on Fox Footy before the grand final. Right, you see that trying to kick I it missed over. It. I missed it. It was good. they're trying to kick it over the Yarra. Yeah, um, which is, I, I hope that it was almost a test case so that they'll actually do long kicking competition on the ground. Yeah, for players, you know, yep. out of current teams, rather yep. than the fucking yeah ammos. Yeah, and God knows what else they do during grand final day. Um, but Fev, they had Fev along, yeah. and he wore his uh, Yarrawonga. Yeah, I remember it. Yarra pigeons yeah. guernsey. Look, good on you, mate. Revenue's paying the bills. Good Fair on enough. You. Uh, it's good to see. You give something back to those people who are giving him fucking money. He's going there, raping them for some funds, and yeah. then drinking their beers oh, and fucking off. By so. all accounts, you know they they rake it in over the bar when Fev kicks a bag. So yeah, oh, they still charging beers, do they? <laughs> <laughs> um, but well, like I was saying to you, I think they should combine the hundred meter sprint with the longest kick competition. Right. So you got the longest kick. Mark. So you've got to sprint 100 metres and then kick it. So as soon as you get to the finish line, then you've got to kick the ball. Right. And okay. bounces. You have to bounce as well. At least have to bounce. Once. Okay. So, you know, 15 what is it, metres? How many metres? Yes. Four bounces? Yeah, fuck it. Well, know. it depends. Remember um, Lewis Jetta 
Um, yeah, that's he, right. He ran 90 metres and bounced it twice. Yeah, that's it. But he floats on the grass, so not technically that's a step. A, not technically a step. Yeah. Although it is 15 metres, not 15 steps. But never mind. It goes with the story. Don't let the facts get in the way of <laughs> my stories, please. Or maths. <laughs> so, yeah, how about a 50-metre sprint, 50-metre kick? And if it doesn't make the distance, you've got to go. You got to run and pick up the ball and kick it the rest of the way. And go back the other way. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like suicides. <laughs> you up, kick it, get it, run it back. Go up, kick it, fuck. That would be the, the ultimate embarrassment is to have to run to the 45-meter mark, <laughs> pick up the ball. Yeah. Fuck me. Get back. God damn it. I'd, I'd pick it up and just keep running. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't kick it. I'd go like, free ball. Sweet. I'm out. <laughs> Peace. Yeah. So, yeah, I like the longest kicking comp anyway. Yeah, yeah I like those little... Uh, look, I'd rather watch longest kicking comp than Ellie Goulding do anything. Yeah, I don't care what it is. Except strip, actually. Strip, maybe. Uh, you know, well, maybe 2020. Oh, let's uh, let's start following Carlisle's Snapchat. You never know what might pop up. <laughs> We've got Lundre Football League for AFL or something. <laughs> <laughs> Carlisle's still in it. Good. <laughs> Poor lad. Can't have his Charlie in peace. No. He, he heard Fife was going on with Charlie and he thought he'd have a bit himself. Yeah, well, after all, he wasn't the only one. That. No, nah, exactly. Um, all right, what do you reckon that'll do us for trade period? Yeah, that's so about it. We've got a couple of weeks before the draft actually happens in Adelaide. Yep. It is hard with the draft now because we don't have, um, like, the TAC under-18s isn't televised. Yeah. I think there's a game a week yep. and there's future stars on Sunday morning. That's boring as shit. Yeah, that's it. I mean, the only person we can tell you to look out for is Lockie Tiziani. Lockie Tiziani. Lockie Tiziani. He's the steel pick of this. He will uh, be. He will be the steel pick. He'll go probably second, third round. Yep. Um, but look out for him. He'll be cheap, good, good value. Yeah, he's going to be the star. I, yeah. I I just I hope he doesn't go to GWS. I want to yeah. see him down in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, I'd like seeing Melbourne or even Essen. <laughs> no, I can't even say. <laughs> can't it. say. <laughs> he well, looked great in the Tigers. I guess I'll take him at the Hawks. No worries. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I think the other thing I'll be watching um, during the the draft will be where does Daniel Rioli end up? Yeah, true. It's unfortunate. I don't know if it's unfortunate or fortunate, but when you got that surname, you're yeah. going to be in, in the spotlight straight away. Yeah. Um, Look, I hope he goes to Eston. <laughs> get another one. Yeah, get another in there. Rioli, Eston versus Rioli, Hawthorne. See how you go. Well, I mean, obviously, uh, you had Morris at the Tigers. Yeah. You had Dean and Michael Long yep. at, at, at Eston. Yeah. And there's True. that famous photo of a 15-year-old. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Old Cyril Rioli at Essendon training yep. in an Essendon jumper next to James Hurd. That's right, yeah. And James Hurd broke his collarbone, I think. Yeah, yeah. I remember that actually, yeah. What could have been? <coughs> yeah. And also coming up, we might have a couple of things in the works for UFC Melbourne as well. We're still trying to um, get those ones to be a goer. But, yeah, uh, oh, we'll cover the UFC when it happens. Yeah, so keep an eye out. Uh, we've probably got some more gambling stories coming up. Yeah, I'll have a chat to Dunks because I think he's off to Vegas. Oh, sweet. A minute, so as soon as he gets back, we'll do it again. Yeah. Because um, he's always keen. Yeah. A drop of a hat, you get it not. Yeah, exactly. Plus, we only touched on the stories there. so like we, said, we, we didn't get to the Mr. X story, which is the favourite yeah. story. Also, we might do a AMA afterwards or something. People can chime in if they want. See what happens. Yeah, we go. Yeah, we've got lots of legs on these ones. So, yeah. so send us questions and shit. And, yeah. Um, it's the off-season. We've got to find something to do. Yeah. It's not like we're going to watch the day-night fucking test. Yeah. Get yeah. drunk and abuse us. We don't care. <laughs> we'll abuse it back, though. Cool. Be like a roast battle online. <laughs> a roast battle online. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, that'll do. All right, peace. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.